0: All right, we're trying this again. I'm new to Facebook Live, so hopefully you guys will bear with me and hopefully you can hear me as well. We go. Can you hear me? Okay.
1: Yep. Can you hear me? All right.
0: I can hear you. Uh, all right. I'm not sure who's. I'm not sure who's hearing us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all right. The cool thing. cool thing about this is, you know, this is where we get to just. Um, we uh. We get to learn and. Um, and and. and for lack of a better term, just grow. You know what I mean? Um, Hopefully, you know, people will get on. They've got some questions and uh, we'll take a couple minutes here and uh, go. But there's at least one person besides us. I don't know who else is on here, but hopefully what they'll do is they'll at least um, we'll get some questions in here um, uh, or comments at the very least. But um, why don't you kind of let everybody know a little bit about what your journey has been like as a special needs parent, because, um, manner which yours differs from mine is that the resources that are available to us today um that you didn't have those options uh in your case i want you to talk a little bit about that your background and how we're on this course that we're we're on today and what has me so privileged to work with you
1: sure thank you buddy i appreciate that um i uh jordan is now 24 and a half so i guess 23 years ago so um uh, well, I'll just go, I'll go back to even before that, uh, when, uh, when Risa, my first wife, when Risa was pregnant with Jordan, she developed in pregnancy, uh, during pregnancy, a pregnancy rash, which is a very rare situation, right? It's, uh, it doesn't happen to many. Um, there's not a lot of reasons that, that have been found to define what causes it. Um, but you know, when you're pregnant and you have a, a rash and it's horribly itchy and, you can't put creams on it, you can't treat it the way you would normally treat a rash, right? So we would have to you know, do ice baths and sit in cold water. It's, I mean, horrible just to, to try to relieve the, the, the itch. And it was, uh, it, it was bad. And again, don't know if that had anything to do with her system or, or anything internal. Uh, once she gave birth, uh, and I'm sorry that my camera's a little shaky, I'll try to settle down here. Uh, once she gave birth, it went away, like it went away instantly um and so and jordan was uh uh was a you know a C section delivery so it was pretty clean um although right. during the during the during the process uh, of labor at the at the hospital uh they did there was a period of time where the doctors had to come in an emergency because they had a baby monitor on and her blood pressure had dropped and so they came in and like we got to do a C-section, let's let let's do it now. It was almost an emergency situation, right? So we don't know if any of these factors all contributed to the issues that, you know, that, that we later discovered with uh, with Jordan. Uh, when she was, you know, as, as a toddler, she, I mean, she was so adorable and cute. I didn't really notice anything, except that my mother, you know, at certain milestones, my mother was like, you know, she's not really, she's not really babbling. That was a term that she used. Like, she's not really babbling the way she's supposed to, and she's maybe, she's, maybe there's something going on there and and you know we're like oh no no she's fine she's fine um, but my mother kept you know insisting and so we said but that right can't hurt we took her to a you know we took her to a doctor and they they checked uh, they checked her hearing thinking maybe there was something going on with her hearing they said no her hearing is fine but just to be rule things out if you want to go see a neurologist if you have concerns you know here's a great neurologist in San Fernando Valley in California um, go and you know see the neurologist and see what see if there's something there And so we went and saw this this doctor and sat in her office. And within five minutes of sitting down with us in the office, and and literally she came around her desk, she held Jordan's hands, she said, can you stand on one foot? Jordan was maybe 18 months, maybe, you know, 19 or 20 months. She was she was just a peanut. Um, Within that five minutes, she went around back to the back of her desk and just started typing on her computer, you know. Uh, Jordan, Altunian, you know, eighteen months old or again, I remember the exact age. Um, she presents with microcephaly and blah blah blah. And she just kept like talking out loud what she was putting in her in her file. And we were like, wait a minute, what are you what are you hello, what's going what are you talking about? And I I sort of joke about this, but I think it's, you know, just to protect myself, but it was like a car. It was like a Peanuts cartoon where, you know, the adults all sound like wah, 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 wah you know, because that's kind of what would happen. And she was like, oh, well, you know, Jordan's issues with microcephaly are, you know, there's there's things to be concerned about. And that was the beginning of what ended up being about a two hour, a two hour um, consultation with this with this neurologist. And she said, basically, microcephaly means if you break the word down it 's micro, which means small and cephaly or cephalus having to do with the head small head that's just means that it's it 's related to developmental issues, potential developmental issues because you know the head size develops with the size of the brain, and, and the you know your brains actually as your brains develop, it actually expands your head size i don 't know what that means I have a huge a huge melon, so i don 't know i don 't think i 'm particularly smart, but Anyways, I, we said, like, if you could just stop with all the medical stuff and just tell us what the issues are. And she said, well, you know, she's gonna have learning disabilities and she probably will not graduate from high school. She probably won't be able to have a job or drive or live alone. And, you know, you're gonna have to put her through special education, you know, for her whole life. And that was the beginning of the process where, again, the rest of it just was like, oh, I don't remember. And as a parent, you know, you're like, what did I do wrong? Like, did I do something? Um, was there something we could have done? Was it the pregnancy? Was it the rash? Was it uh, something that happened in the hospital? Was it was we're trying to find the reason why this this thing occurred? And I think that that's generally what happens all with the parents.
0: Told, all time she told you is what she was not going to be able to do, not what right, she right. Would be able to do, or even. So why don't you do this? Why don't you tell? Uh, there's only one person I think watching right now. Kim Barbell Johnson is actually from St. Thomas, like myself. Thank you for joining us, Kim. Um, And I'm sure other people will see this when they look at it later on when it's not live. But why don't you let it be known exactly where Jordan is right now or what she's doing now, despite what she was never supposed to be able to do, including drive, live on her own, or any of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and she, you know, well, just, you know, we, we we had her go into a bunch of different schools, the things that would make her, you know, succeed. Um, she, her mother, and and I are no longer together. Her mother lives in upstate New York. Uh, Jordan li- moved to upstate New York about three years ago, and um, she uh, was living on her own. Uh, had a job, uh, drove a, got her driver's license, uh, drove a car to that job. Um, was successful living on her own, and in our business, she actually joined our business and got a license. Got it passed the California insurance uh, exam, so she was a licensed California insurance. Uh, producer. Um, and then a month ago, she I, I was back east uh, in upstate New York, even during the COVID crisis to celebrate her wedding. So she just got married. Um, she and her husband now are building out the upper floor of a house in upstate New York, where they are, um, you know, they're planning their future, they're planning their life. And um, all of the things that the doctors neurologist neurologists told us we she wasn't going to do, she's done all of them and then some and succeeded and you know it's a it's a, it's a good it's a right. good story but 24 years of you know not sure where what we were going to do and what the future looked like for any of us
0: right. right yeah and that's fantastic and so for myself you know um you and i met working in financial services together that's kind of what our uh, where our, our, our mission brought us together and um i worked in corporate america but i didn't you know your experience for those of you watching, you know, Brian worked as uh, a CEO raising funds and taking companies public um, and making successes uh, you know, of them in, in many cases and had, you know, work that most people would think would have them, you know, set and satisfied and fulfilled and things of that sort. Um, but we were both led um, to this industry and the firm that we're honored to work with and um, found that, you know, the most people. Uh, are not given financial education or service or, or anything like that. Those are things that are usually reserved uh, for the wealthy. And, um, you know, right now, more than ever, people are experiencing tremendous amounts of uncertainty. And it's interesting, you know, we I like to think that I step in other people's shoes and try to figure out what it's like because you have so many experiences or people don't do that for you. And so when a lot of people are, up in arms about the economy being closed and they want it to open. And there are some people out there that are just like, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want anything taken away from me in terms of my freedom. And the economy should economy should open back up and that's it. But you know what I never stopped to think about is for a second today, especially I thought, let me think about getting into somebody else's shoes. Some of those people that are really upset, they're not just on a, a side of the political fence where they don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to be told what to do. And, there's an ideological or, or racial philosophy involved, some of them are just outright scared because of insecurity, especially when, if they own a small business and they have no way of generating profit, they're not sure what's gonna take place. So then when you couple that with people that then have children with special needs, you know the uncertainty is extremely hot, extremely hot. and for, you know for us, we've had some challenges. Um, my son uh, Elijah is uh, 14 years old, was diagnosed at the age of three with autism, and I remember what that experience was like. We had him an in early intervention. Um, my wife had two daughters from a previous marriage. Uh, I had not been a parent yet, so that in addition to maybe being a guy, I thought everything he did was cute and didn't see anything <laughs> wrong at all, Did no delays. And so at least I think also because girls tend to mature faster, that that was her comparison. She was, So her thought is like at this stage he should be doing A and B and he's not, something's missing there. And yeah. so I didn't see that. We took him to the doctor, the doctor said, some of the things that you have concerns about are symptoms of autism. And so the problem is some of the things that you're concerned about are also uh, behaviors of a normal child. like. So what does that mean? Well, you put him in early intervention. They won't diagnose before the age of three. They did. And when they did, they didn't even contact us. I, you know, I made the phone call because we're like, look, we're supposed to know by today. Do you have any information? And the girl that I spoke with on the phone was like, "Uh, what's his name? Gave her the name, date of birth. She says, give me one moment. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yep, yep. He has autism. Like it was anchovies on a pizza or something. God. You know, just, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Like, so what else do you need? Like,
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, you want to, yeah, you want a soda with, a
0: with that? Yeah, yeah, you know, and, yeah. So, um, and then you go from your own fears, which is like nobody knows, nobody understands, nobody knows about uh, my worry about you know my my kids' future or what things are going to be like, and then you get to be part of support groups and things like that, which right. I've had the you know the the uh, the privilege of being able to do and lead some of those groups, and then. Sitting on the Autism Parent Advisory Board of, uh, of Children's Hospital of LA, and um, you know, no matter who you talk to, everybody's con- concerned about okay, what does the future look like? Um, what is my kid's future going to look like in a world where I exist only in memory? And it's the yeah. type of thing where you can avoid talking about it all you want to. That is, that's not going to make it go away. But especially in the last week, I've had conversations with people that have been referred to me that have told me, uh, just yesterday I had a conversation with a young lady that said, you know, I don't have anything in place as far as like, you know, beyond a little something for retirement, protection against loss of income, you know, life insurance of will, trust, none of that kind of stuff. And she was so transparent with me in saying that, you know what, I put it off for a long time because this is very difficult to talk about, but I'm concerned about what happens, you know, when I'm not here. And so, you know, people, may not have been as forthcoming about those things before, but, but with you know the pandemic, people are concerned about um, their income, um, uh, the future, uh, retirement, debt, wills, trusts, and just having some semblance of control also, because there's also people that are blessed to make a quote-unquote decent living, but maybe don't have many other options and things like that. So you know for those of you, you know watching we're we're honored to be able to present solutions to those types of things and I like people in most situations where here's who I work for and here's what I'm offering it, it to be honest it, it's you know more accurately it's like here's what our concerns have been we found some answers that were shared with us how would you like would you like to learn more and some of it is just as simple as concepts and ideas and things of that sort That uh, can give some sense of uh, some semblance of of hope, because there's not a lot of it that out there, and there are still people that you know don't want to talk about those kind of things. And it's not easy to talk about. I'd be lying if I said that uh, it was. But we've seen um, some tremendous situations where um, you know people find the courage to at least get a foot in the door in terms of. Beginning the conversation, and that's where everything starts. And so, well, we're looking forward to being able to do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, in our, in our in our situation at the time that Jordan was diagnosed, you know, we didn't have a lot of the internet reach. The internet was around. Listen, it wasn't that long ago. But, but I mean, I think I remember. I think we may have even been on Prodigy or something like that, where you know, it maybe was AOL. And I remember typing into you know a search engine at the time.
2: Are you frozen there, Brian?
0: Uh, it's horrible. I don't know if you can even tell that he's frozen there. But uh, anybody that is uh, watching, please feel free to um, make a comment and
2: um, you know chime in whether you have a, a, a question. Um, let's see if we can get Brian back. Give it just one moment here. I'm going to try and get Brian back on here. Trying, I'm trying. Bear with me.
0: Well, hopefully, Brian will get back on with us. He's actually in the middle of doing his duty as a parent uh, as we speak in the middle of that. Um, But anyway, um, you know, if anybody wants to, um, you know, make any comments about what um, their greatest concerns are as a special uh, special needs parent, um, you know, Please feel free to do that because um, um, we want everything that we do to be co- a collaborative effort uh, as much as possible. I'm trying to get Brian back on here. Um,
2: please bear with me. I'm not sure what happened. It's not a long to get him back. Anyway, wow, that's horrible. Give me one more. Let's try this one more time. See if we can get him back with us. It won't allow me to resend the invitation to get him on here. Hello, Anthony. Thank you for checking in. It's not allowing me to do that.
0: At any rate, I'll talk a little bit about what our uh, event is uh, tomorrow. There he goes.
2: I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Why will not allow me to do that? making me rotate the phone. Sorry, you guys. Trying. (laughs) Let's see what it is recording. There we go. Brian is rejoining us. Now it's saying, can't bring him on camera. I have no idea why. Okay. Well, we won't be on a whole lot longer. Uh, What I want to do is just let everyone know about the event. I don't even know why this can't, why it's uh, rotated my image here.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, technological challenges aside, uh, I want to thank everybody for Hopping on for um, the short time that we've been here. Our event tomorrow is geared towards bringing financial education, um, awareness, um, service, and opportunity to people in general, but especially those that uh, love or care for someone with special needs. It is at two o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Zoom. If you wish to join us, which I hope you will, uh, please uh, send me a private message and let me know. We'll make sure we get you the link. And this event is geared towards us, um, a a national initiative that we are launching to uh, build a bridge between the life that people have and the one that they want, especially for those that love or care for someone with special needs. And um, it will be probably about uh, 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere around there. But again, it's 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hope that you will join us tomorrow. Sorry, I'm sideways, but we'll get this taken care of and have it uh, uh, a whole lot better the next time around. Thank you so much for joining us.